the Kiwi Tennis Podcast. And welcome into the Kiwi Tennis Podcast as we continue our look at the 2018 French Open. Roland Garros, it's been a little bit of a mixed weather at uh, Paris. Bit of sunshine, then it got the rain, so slowing the courts down a little bit. Joined now by David Mustard, uh, former player, former Davis Cup player as well for New Zealand, and now coach at the Herne Bay Rackets Club in Auckland. And Dave, uh, I'm sure you've enjoyed watching a bit of uh, Roland Garros so far. Yeah, I always thoroughly enjoy it. You know, the, the rallies are a lot longer on the clay courts. The ball bounces a lot higher. The players are slipping and sliding here and there. And the surface, you know, as, as a, it really nullifies the spin on the ball, so the ball tends to sit up. Um, so it's, it's causing longer rallies. Um, it's always interesting to see what sort of battles uh, transpire out there on court. And so far this tournament, what's sort of grabbed you? What, what have you liked? Yeah. You know, maybe whether it's players or shots or anything around the uh, the venue so far that you've actually seen on TV. Well, I always like the the red look of the clay, um, you know, and and also you know some of the lovely hats you see on the different people wandering around the crowd. It's a very stylish um, tournament, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, very stylish. I mean, it's well, you, I wouldn't say posh exactly. Posh is, is what Wimbledon is called, but but there it's 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 um, it's elegant. Um, it's 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 arty, and there's always um, there's always something going on. Um, good battles all around the ground. Uh, good food, David. Very good food. Oh yeah, very good food. Very. I've, I always found it uh, stylish and sexy, like Paris. Well, that's always my impression <laughs> of it. Uh, having been there. What about player-wise? Anybody who stood out? I mean, obviously Rafael Nadal going for number eleven. It's hard to look past him. But if we take him out of the equation, is there anybody else that's saying, "Look at me, I could challenge for this"? Well, I, I often look at the, the lead-up tournaments, like Mike Madrid, like Rome. You know, and you, and you see, Madrid was won by uh, Zverev. You know, who's the second seed here in? Uh, yeah, but he's done Rogers. so badly in Grand Slams. He's never reached a quarterfinal of a Slam. Come on, yeah, but he's only two in he's, the world. he's still only a young puppy, David. He's only he's only what twenty one, uh, varying on twenty two. He's to me, he's he, mentally weak. Yeah, but I but again, I, I looked at some of his consistency coming in, and uh, you know, wins Madrid uh, does well in Rome. Um, and, and he's showing now that he actually is having close matches. He's just had a close five-setter, uh, got through that. So, you know, he can only really go forward in that mental department to show that he really belongs in the latter part of, uh, of a Grand Slam. All right, so you're saying that he can get through the semis or the final, maybe even when I'm saying disaster. He won't even make the quarters because, Dave, as we look at it, his section, his quarter, well, it's going to be pretty tough. I mean, he's got to get past, uh, you know, well, maybe Lucas Pooley or Kanachich. I just said his name, completely butchered his name, the Russian player. Uh, <laughs> You've got Nishikori. Yeah. You've got Team. Um, you know, all those players are, playing, are actually playing very well and they're, and they're going, you know, fairly latter stages in tournaments leading up to Roland Garros. So I think there's some players that will push him. Um, I think, um, you know, he's got one of his best chances in that, in that section to go all the way to the final this year. All right, well, also in his half of the draw, and we're talking about the bottom half of the actual draw completely, uh, up the top there, the third quarter, Goffin against Monfils in the uh, third round could be entertaining, as always is with Monfils, could anything could happen. But also, Novak Djokovic is up against uh, Bautista Agu. We That'll know that he's a good grinder. He'll keep him out there for ages, won't necessarily win it. So Djokovic, if he wins that, here's the tough one, could come up against the fourth seed, Dimitrov, although Vidasco 
they all hate playing Vadasco. He's an oldie, he's a lefty, he's crafty. That could be a real interesting one there with Dimitrov against Vadasco to see who plays against possibly uh, Djokovic. And Dimitrov just had a, a close five-setter. Um, but again, I like it when they're playing five-setters or long matches leading into deeper into the tournament because it can, they, you know, they learn how the fight works, they're learning more about the surface, they're learning about what they're capable of, and it actually, and all these players are pretty fit. And that means that, that once they get that battle hardness, I think it's very, very beneficial going deeper in the tournament. OK, well, give me your semi-finalists from that bottom half. Obviously, I, I believe you're going to be going for Zedev. Uh, um, anybody I'll, else down there? I'll, um, well, if I look in the bottom half, I would say Goffin playing Monfils. That's going to be an interesting one. But I, I think Goffin can come through that. I think he's also got Dimitrov or... Vadaska or Djokovic in his uh, in the third quarter. Um, that's going to be an interesting one. So, right, so give me your name. Come on. Okay. Well, I'll uh, I'll go. I actually think Djokovic is starting to play better. So I'll go Djokovic there, and I'll say Djokovic will play Zverev um, in the semis. Even though I think team is capable. He's got to, but he's got to get through Nishikori probably stuffs first. himself all the time by being the week before a Grand Slam every year. And I'm thinking, you idiot. <laughs> he just plays so many matches and stuffs himself. By, okay, so we're going for Djokovic against... Uh, Djokovic against uh, Zverev in the series. Okay, all right. Uh, that's the top half of the draw. We've kind of ignored him for a while there. Rafael Nadal. Uh, you can't see anybody in his uh, quarter. Well, he's got he's he's got Anderson there, and Anderson's been playing oh, well better. But yuck. you always oh, feel that Anderson, Anderson, somewhere along the line, doesn't quite have the weaponry to, to, oh, to go further or pass to Nadal. So Nadal, yes, I think should go through there. Yep. But in the in the in the second, you know, part of that uh, top half, you know, you've got Chilich. You know, I, I was watching a few matches he was playing, and he's actually playing quite um, quite well. He's actually hitting his straps a little bit. Fognini, very he's dangerous, a, but yeah, he's, he's playing Kyle in the informed Kyle Edmund. Yeah, Fognini's a nutcase, but he's a nutcase who could beat anybody on his day uh, or get kicked out of the tournament like he did at the US <laughs> Open. Complete nutcase, uh, very uh, fortunate to marry Flavia Panetta because I loved her. Uh, but, so um, I think Chillage, Chillage, possibly that bottom quarter going through, and you got Del Potro there. Del Potro's still um, injured. And... Well, what a, what a shame. I, I wasn't I wasn't aware of that, David. But and then you've also got Isner there. Isner always uh, goes no, deep reasoning well, but, Anderson, but everybody no, goes no, well. No. He's not an all court player, so no. okay, we'll Get go. De Potro maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, Chillage. Got a bit of work to do to get through. He's got a Johnson. Johnson's actually playing quite well from the United States. Yeah, yeah, so Johnson, there player. is some work to do. But I guess you go Chillage. You go to Potro. Hopefully he's not going to be too injured. Um, and you've got. You know, Anderson perhaps coming through, but he's got to get through. Anderson has got to get through. Mm. Courage and Schwartzman are playing, and they're playing yeah, well Schwartzman too. Yeah, so, little man. He's yeah. a so, very entertaining player. Yeah, again, if you're going to pick someone, you're going to go Nadal probably, and I think probably Chilich um, in yep. the semifinals in the top half. All right, well, an interesting draw there, but it's hard to go past Rafael Nadal. Let's look at the women's draw, and pretty much for the men's draw, you would throw 128 names up in the year, and you'd get Nadal. For the women's draw, you throw 128 numbers up in the air at the beginning of the tournament, and you'll get 128 well, winners. Well, well let's, let's, let's list the ones, if you look at the whole women's draw, who we think would actually be able to come through. Okay, no Your number, names, well, names come up like Hullop, who plays consistently well. Kerber lost the form no. a bit, but still dangerous earlier parts. Magarusa looks like she's playing quite well. Sharapova is starting to hit her straps, had a good lead up to the... Uh, to the French, but, but um, my, my thing is with this, is um, that Serena none of them are playing well enough. Serena to win. and her cat suit. No, none who, of them are playing well I enough to win it. I just think she's struggling a bit, Serena. But there's some good names you've got. I think also impressive is Kvitova, 
And also, Stevens has been playing well, and Wozniacki, Grass isn't, and but one of the ones coming in, one Rome, uh, is Fitzlina. Fitzlina, yeah. Um, and, and she is dangerous because she won Rome last year. She's run yeah. it again this year. But then she bombs She's the, the end, well, She did okay at the Aussie Open. But Dave, somewhere along the line, generally, they get past that hiccup. Wozniacki did it. Yeah, it took a, I don't know how many slams, about three <laughs> slams. I mean, the same thing there with uh, Halep as well. So at the top half, in the top quarter there, Halep, in theory, should get through to play against possibly Garcia uh, and win that to go through to the semifinals there. Her first quarter isn't too bad. Watch out for Merton. She's a decent player from Belgium. Done well on the hard court, though. Second quarter, well, that's a tough one. Magaruza, Sharapova, Pliskova, Serena. Well, I just... Will, at- I'll go for... Uh, I think Magaruza Sharapova to get through. I, I'm, you know, I, I, I don't like to say this because you know I, I, I'm not always a fan of hers, but but Sharapova has been playing very well and going deeper in tournaments leading She's been in. Playing well on clay. Magaruza won it in 2016. Yep. I'll go with Magaruza to play Sharapova nah, in the early part. Over there. Okay. Okay. Right. What, what about this? Julia Gerges. We know her well. Right against Serena, she takes on Serena in the third round. Well, at the moment, matchway and form, probably you go with Gurgis on that. Yeah, but she's always an struggled in huh? slams. Yeah, yeah, it's an interesting one. So watch out for that one. Bottom half of the draw is to me the weaker side. Uh, there's a real struggle in that top quarter. It's Fitolina. Left, right, and centre. She's the fourth seed. Has struggled a little bit in slams. Did well at the Aussie Open. Finally started to meet some form. On clay, she's looked good and then bombed in the uh, French Open to start with. The bottom quarter, though, is what we both like, where you have Kvitova playing well, as you said, uh, playing against Kontovit. Pretty uh, oh, that's, handy that's, player. That's, she's, that's she's not an easy one. Yeah. Kvitova, from what I've seen, is the inform. I'd yep. go Kvitova to play Sloane Stephens. Sloane Stephens is very dangerous. Yeah, she couldn't buy a win, though, after uh, doing yep. well the uh, US um, Open. But that's amazing how she even came through and yeah, won that. Exactly. So. So I would say Kvitova, and I would also go with, uh, well, Wozniacki well, won't we'll struggle. I guess Parmentier, yeah. French woman who's feisty, like they all are, uh, and that will really get the crowd going. The crowd will go totally against Wozniacki. They will go with mm. Parmentier. They will boo. They will do everything to help put off Wozniacki. I love the French crowd. They're great. They'll boo a point in the middle of the point if they don't like it. So that, that could be an interesting one there. So it, it's tough. So it, Looking at the bottom half of the draw, you're looking at was uh, you're looking at Kvitova to come through probably yes. against. Yes, uh, I think so. Uh, Kvitova through against uh, Svitolina. Yes, and at the top we were sort of looking at you were saying Sharapova. I'll say Halep and I'll go, I'll go Magariza. Okay, all right, there we go. It's looking pretty good there. And uh, just a word on the uh, Kiwis there and the doubles. Well, um, good stuff there. The uh, what are they? The tenth seeds. Um, that was yep, uh, Michael Venus, Mike and Venus, yep. and Raven Clausen, yep. the South African. Uh, they had a um, Another winner of a French pair. So they're through to the third round, of course. Uh, Mike Venus winning the tournament with Ryan Harrison last year, surprisingly. He was and surprised. And he's playing with uh, Prospisil, isn't he, from, uh, from Canada, Canadian? No, uh, Mike, um, oh, no, no, Ryan Harrison. Yeah yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, that'll be an interesting, because he's a decent player, actually. Mm. But um, Ryan Harrison. Good doubles player. He's won a slam. Not the most popular player in the world, Ryan Harrison, <laughs> with a lot of people for a lot of reasons. Artem Sitak and his partner, Wesley Kulhoff, uh, they had a good one. <clears throat> Excuse me, I've Doig and, um, and Ram, very good win, <laughs> and they were the ninth seed. So they've been playing consistently well too leading in. So um, I, I think we've got a good chance of uh, a Kiwi in the quarters at least yeah. um, well, going forward. Well, that's good stuff there for uh, those doubles players. Now, Dave, tell me something. Can you remember when you played in the French Open? 
How many years ago remember. was that? A few? I don't remember. Yes, 84, get older. 85? It was, um, I played in, I think it was 82 or 83 and 84. Played doubles. Um, had some very good results in doubles. Um, won against Seguso and Flack, the former number one players. team in the world, with Mark Lewis, actually, one of the Lewis brothers. Um, we came through that and lost to Le Contenoa the year that they won the French. Um, and we, that was 6-4 and 3rd, and David, a lovely little story on that. We went to go to an outside court to play them. We couldn't get there. The crowd would not let us through, so they had to put in security guard to let us get onto the court. And I'm going to tell you this right now. We were playing. Every point we won, nothing, no no sound. Every time we lost the, lost the point, it was funny. There was a huge roar from the crowd. So guess what? They were on the French side. Yannick Noah and Henry Leconte are legends in the game. Uh, we lost to them. And I got to the 16th one time in the doubles as well, which was pretty cool. So I have fond memories of the clay. And... Um, I just do. I just remember, David. It was it was quite quite interesting because in those days you kind of did your own, own washing. You didn't always send it out, you know, because we were yeah. struggling tennis players. And um, boy, oh boy, that red clay stains your socks. Oh, it's yeah. unbelievable. You have to almost throw them away after each match with all the sweat and the, and the clay caked all over them. But I enjoyed the enjoyed the clay. Um, it does play. Remember, it's really quite interesting because the clay can play fast. You know, once it dries out, the heat get the heat of it. Remember, they do water them um, regularly, and they also brush them regularly to try and make them as even as possible. But with heavier conditions, it slows it down, and it can favour those really good ground strokers. So um, it'll be interesting to see, um, you know, what transpires weather-wise can have a big effect on the results. Well, Dave Mustard, uh, been entertaining talking to you uh, about uh, Roland Garros 2018. We'll do it again in a few days' time as we uh, look towards the finals a bit more. And we'll also check out to see if our predictions have actually come through as well. Thank you very much there, Dave. 